Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back, everybody. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman this week. I'm joined in studio by Fred Jackson and now Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. And Ray Pritchard in Kansas City. Ray, uh, I try to give an opportunity for you to do this uh, when uh, I'm hosting. Tell our listeners about Keep Leaving Ministries, uh, about your website, and what they can find there. Well, if you surf on over to keepbelieving.com, you'll find a online repository of good biblical resources, Bible teaching material, videos, FAQs, audio podcasts. Uh, right now, doing an online teaching series through the book of Galatians. And last night I did uh, Galatians chapter four, the first part, and no turning back in tonight, a tale of two women. And you can watch that live online Bible teaching at 7 p.m. Central time. Do it live on Facebook and YouTube. And then it about an hour later, about 8 p.m., then we post that on the Keep Believing website. Because Ed, what we want to do is just take God's word and make it simple, clear, and easy for folks to understand. So come check us out at keepbelieving.com. And how much does that cost? Uh, it's Ray? free. Everything <laughs> on our website is free. So, so thank you. Ray, I, I've been thinking about going back to a, going back under the law or uh, a works <laughs> mentality. Do you think Galatians would have anything to say about that? You know, look, if there's anybody out there got a question about circumcision, then come, can, we, I don't, can, can we say that on the radio? Yeah, we can. Well, it's in you the, just it's did. In, it's in the Bible. Did. It's in the Bible. It, and it's all throughout Galatians. So, yeah, if you want to know how you can be right with God and have your sins forgiven and absolutely know it and have your burdens lifted and and be set for this life and the life to come, uh, come check us out. Come book of Galatians. Hey, Martin Luther loved Galatians. Yes. And it's a great, great book. So that's the one I'm teaching through right now. I, I want to say this about Martin Luther's book uh, on Galatians. I bought that years ago, read the whole thing, underlined all kinds of, with a highlighter, yeah. all kinds of great stuff in it. And uh, we had a, a, a busted uh, hot water heater pipe and it sprayed water every, uh, all, all over a bunch of my books. And that was one I could not save. I, all that oh, reading, no. it's a thick book. It was filled with so much good stuff, and it was it was a loss. It's the devil who busted up that pot. Uh, that's what I to, think. To get to Luther on Galatians. <laughs> that's right. What really makes it sad is it was an autographed copy of the book. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's, that's right. The the guy I bought it from said it was autographed. So, All right, uh, Steve Jordahl is with us. Steve uh Let's let's get into the news of the All day. All right, um, January sixth was now three, four, five months ago, and uh, yet we we've kind of lost sight. The Democrats have not let us forget uh, a lot of stuff about January sixth. But did you know that many of or some of those that were in the Capitol on that day are still in jail? It, well, you we when you said you told us this story this morning. Now, I know that uh, Sandy Rios has been dealing with this over the last several days. After she said, Fred, I don't get to listen to Sandy on the way in. Um, I was actually shocked yeah. that six months later, that's what we're talking about. And I don't know how long it was after the January 6th uh, event that uh, some of these folks were arrested. But we were talking probably at least five months sitting in jail with, uh, with, without going before a judge. Right. 
This I, I don't know how this is constitutional. Well, they uh, they have arrested four four hundred people in connection with the uh, riot, and they think that they're going to get about a hundred more. Not all of these now are in jail, right? Um, but some of them are, are pending. But some of them are, and they they are held in solitary confinement for up to twenty four hours a day, twenty three twenty four hours a day, and uh, they um, they don't get to talk to each other. Although they can hear each other, and the way they keep the morale up is they sing the national anthem every day, and they recite the Pledge of Allegiance every night at six, at seven o'clock, I think it is. They're being the Democrats are using this as a cudgel. They will keep this thing going as long as they can to paint Trump and the Trump supporters, which as is why runners. they want this quote unquote this investigation to go forth right. about January six, Fred. When we talk about this this morning, now, you you, you probably have been, because you get here early, you've been listening to Sandy. I, I was stunned by this because it seems clear to me that they are treating these folks like you would terrorists at Guantanamo Bay. Yes. I mean, without any kind of constitutional rights. I, I don't know how this is possible. The Supreme, I mean, the uh, Constitution guarantees a speedy trial Yes. to, to prevent exactly this kind of punishment against your political enemies yes not to condone what happened that day good but let's let's go back and all right so you had people climbing the walls it apparently is people who broke down some doors uh there were some people went into nancy pelosi's office all right so you have at the very least break and enter and, By, and one of the guards died Afterwards, yes, uh, not in. What, is this was this the one that was hit with the? Uh, yeah. yeah, yes. Uh, no, he wasn't hit actually. He was not hit with the no. fire extinguisher. I don't believe. No, I think okay. they ruled that he, he died of uh, stroke a couple okay. days later. Natural yeah. causes. All right. Okay. So um, all of that to say, yes, there was violence, and we have said on this program that people who willingly did that ought to pay a price. Right. But does it rise? Here's the question: Does it rise to the level that our Justice Department? They obviously have to keep going back to a judge somewhere to get these extensions to keep these people in solitary confinement. I know. Uh, I believe the guest that Sandy had. Some people have been kept there for two or three months. Now, this is not right. This is no. what they do in the third world. Right. You know, this is what, if you go into uh, the dark places of the world and uh, you're arrested, they just put you in a prison and they throw away the key. Yeah. And, we, and we're appalled by that. And I don't care who it is, whether it was an ACLU person who did something wrong. Right. They're, they're entitled to the justice system that ha this country has worked so hard to achieve for everybody. But to Steve's point... I appear. Uh, it appears what has happened is that we have moved the meter from justice to politics with these people. This would not be tolerated. L let's change the scenario for a moment. Black Lives Matter demonstrators, Minneapolis, fires, looting, all of it. That was shown on TV. Right. All right. So we know. Including government buildings. They were mostly peaceful fires and looting. Though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so all, we know all of that occurred. If someone is aware, I'd like to hear from you that one of those individuals arrested in connection with 
those incidents in Minneapolis, Seattle, and Portland, if they're being held, there are individuals being held in solitary confinement for those incidents. No, in fact, we That'd know... That'd be wrong, too. That it would be wrong, too. In fact, what we know is that Vice President Kamala Harris actually helped raise bail for some of those who demonstrated at Minneapolis. Right. This, this is a legal atrocity that's going on right now. And like I say, those who took part and broke the law... They should face the consequences, but let's ha- let's have let's have them go before a judge, have the arguments made, found guilty, do the time, pay the fine, whatever the case may be. That's the way our justice system is supposed to work. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're letting people out in New York City for all sorts of crimes, same day. No, no well, bail. Often we had an incident in New York City the last couple of weeks where a guy who was out on bail for murder. Uh, is now charged with murdering somebody else. Yes. All right. So, Ray, um, here's here's the uh, from the Bill of Rights, Amendment Six. It says, in all criminal in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district, and uh, there's other things in it, but speedy and public trial. Um, that you ask yourself, why was that amendment to the Constitution put in in our Bill of Rights? It was because the British government would often do exactly what Fred said to political prisoners. It would put them in and drag this out and either weaken the opposition, weaken the will, or whatever. This amendment was included to prevent that from happening uh, in our country, especially on the part of the federal government, that's all of the amendments to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, those 10 amendments were put in there to restrict the power of the federal government, Ray. And now it seems like our government, that federal government, for political reasons, to get political mileage out of what happened on January 6th, is is uh, abrogating the rights of the Sixth Amendment. Look, this is pure politics, and that's all it is. It's banana republic kind of stuff. You'd expect this Nicaragua, Venezuela in the old days, the, uh, some, of these, uh, some of these countries in Africa, right? You would expect this kind of thing, that the, you, you take your political opponents, you jail them, you put them in solitary confinement, and you keep them there for weeks and months. You're not just doing something to the prisoner. You're sending a message right. to your political opposition. If you dare to speak out, this is what will happen to you. It would be a good thing, wouldn't it, if uh, some of the if some of the folks in D.C. discovered that we actually have a Sixth Amendment to the Constitution because this, what they're doing now, can't be right. And, Fred, I agree with you 100% what you said. The people who did wrong, who broke the law on January the 6th, they have to be punished. That said... What is happening here is not right. It's un-American. Steve, I wonder if part of the reason here, I, I agree with everything Ray said. I think they are clearly sending a message. This can destroy families. You're, are you keeping someone in, in jail for five months, for two months, for three months? They lose their jobs. They lose their businesses. They lose their homes. Okay, this is severe punishment. I wonder if part of the reason for this might not be that first- the Democrats want to keep 
this January 6th event before the public's eye. They, number two, want to keep a narrative that these are people who want to overthrow the government. This was an insurrection. Three, those are tied to Trump supporters and the Republican Party. But number four, we're not sure we can convict any of them. Yeah. I, I wonder if they're they're trying to develop some sort of strategy here because, to Fred's point, some of these people, a lot of them, were let in by Cap, Cap, Capitol Police. I'm not sure they can get convictions that line up with the narrative they want. So they're keeping these people here as they try to figure it out. I don't know what, what's going on in their minds, but that at least is a reasonable expectation. Of the 400 that they have arrested, I believe I read six had uh, firearms with them. Okay. Uh, concealed carrier, whatever. I don't think they drew them necessarily, but right. they, they, they had those those charges pending. And so, yeah. It, That's and, probably a serious charge in D.C. It, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Because they, they hate guns in the hands of law-abiding But here's citizens. the other thing. In order for this to go, uh, the, this to take place, for these people to be kept in solitary confinement and, and treated like they're being treated, it has to have the complicity of the at least the Washington D.C. police and the Justice Department, who is yes. bringing these charges, this is the swamp hitting back and hard. Yeah, I don't see how they get convictions in, on, on most of these people, and the longer they keep them in apparently an unconstitutional way, the more money these people are going to sue for. I, I, I this is, I, I did not know that some of these people were still in jail till this morning to this story. Which is why I listen to American Family Radio. That's it. All right. All right. Good. That's. Uh, I, I wanted this story at the top because I, I wanted our listeners to know. Uh, we a lot of our listeners listen to Sandy Rios and yep. probably have already heard this the last yeah. several days. All right. Good. See. Well, uh, we have been. I don't know how much money I, uh, we donate every year to the United Nations, but it is not being spent well. I contend. A new. I'm don't, I donate. Zero dollars. I don't know. He pointed at you, Fred. Actually, much, you're talking about the federal government. Actually, okay. you do donate. You uh, yes, still, that's true. You still have a lot to say about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, a 2020 study uh, that was sponsored by UNICEF. This is the Children's Fund. Children, at, United Nations Children's Emergency Fund. Right. Found they, say, they found that most children are neither upset nor happy after viewing pornography online. And even they say 39% of children in Spain were happy after exposure to pornography. Therefore, they conclude that there is no conclusive evidence to prove that pornography harms children. And therefore, any efforts to block children from accessing porn online might infringe on their human rights. Further, they say asking for age verification to access pornography online may deny children access to what they call vital sexual education. Like, that's where you're going to get your sexual education for pornography? It's outrageous. Well, now, let me just ask you this. Uh, I forgot to ask you this in our story meeting, so you may not know the answer to this. The survey that UNICEF did, did they simply ask kids who had access pornography on their own, or did, they sh did UNICEF show them pornography and ask them how they felt about it? No. Okay, we don't know. Uh, no, I, I'm almost positive that this wasn't uh, where they took children and okay. And, and so this is not the like the Kinsey Institute, like Alfred Kinsey, right. where he uh, sexually abused children to yeah, get no, uh, his no, answers. But, but still, 
All right. No, no, I, no, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that it yeah. makes one bit of difference. Ray, I'm going to go to you first on this. Uh, when, mm-hmm. when I, when, when Steve told me about the story this morning in our meeting, uh, I've been thinking about it this, this morning, you know, Jesus warned adults that if you harm children, it's better for you to never have been born in one case. In the other instance, he mentioned it. He said it would be better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck. In modern-day parlance, that'd be like saying have a boulder tied to your neck and thrown into the sea. And that is what I think about when I think about this demonic statement from UNICEF about giving children access to pornography. I'm looking around for my millstone right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. I'll be glad to volunteer one because it's – how do you even put your words to this? This is an actual thing that Jesus was talking about. If you dare to harm one of these little ones, it would be better to have a millstone wrapped around your neck, thrown into the deepest part of the sea. Those people who – who want to dress up pornography? Look, it's, pornography is an evil business anyway, right? right? We right. know that it's an evil, evil business. But it's one thing to talk about somebody who's thirty-five or forty years old. That's one thing. It's bad as that is. Okay, yes. it's awful, awful. Okay, but then to say it's okay for little kids to be exposed to it. What kind of sick mind? What kind of perverted, sick, darkened mind do you have to have? come up with the idea this is okay for kids or well, whatever whatever well the other thing i want to say steve is i wish i could say i was surprised <laughs> but i'm not this is this is the world in which we are living and it's kind of a slippery slope you know uh, i don't remember when it was that the supreme court i think it was in regard to a, a lawsuit filed by larry flint said that viewing pornography is a free speech issue um which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but they're saying that you can't restrict this uh, vile sexual content uh, without harming somebody's constitutional rights. And and now we're going from adults being able to access pornography. By the way, um, in, in in pornography, um, the the worst stuff is is illegal. It still is, but right. no one gets charged with it. Right. The, the most vile stuff, and now we're seeing it uh, put onto children. Well, Fred, uh, you know, Ray makes a great point here. We are dealing with minds that are reprobate, depraved, that consciences seared, perverse. That word perverted means twisted, okay? What's shocking is that this is from UNICEF, mm-hmm. and there has not been a outrage in the Congress of the United States and a demand that we stop funding this perverted organization that has released such a demonic statement. Where is is everybody? I know. Uh, Sick minds, uh, as Ray said, uh, I was thinking the same thing. We have sick, perverted, reprobate minds who would come up with this kind of thing. But what's disturbing... And if you're listening to our voices right now, there is money coming out of your pocket, your federal tax dollars, that's going to support this kind of thing. You ought to be talking to your senators, your House representatives, 
show them this. Uh, I think, Steve, can you put this press release uh, on our Facebook page? I will give it to uh, to Brent. All right, to yes. Brent, so that you can take a copy of this to your senator, Democrat or Republican, your House representatives, and say, I do not tolerate this. Right. What are you, Mr. Senator, what are you, Miss Member of the House, going to do about it? And hold their feet to the fire. This is the only way to get through. Listen, I understand there are a lot of political uh, subject matters going on out there right now. We've talked, we talk about them every day on this program. Right. But when I heard this this morning, these are our precious children. Yes. And you mm-hmm. may say, well, uh, they're dealing with children. Was it in Spain? Did you mention, Steve? Yes. I, it doesn't matter. Right. I don't care where these kids live. God loves those children. And right. by the way, you shouldn't be taking the reaction of children after viewing porn as anything instructive as far yes. as... Well, they, they don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's child abuse that to right. inflict this on kids. Well, yeah. the study also says there shouldn't be any restrictions mm-hmm. uh, as mm-hmm. far as you have to prove your age or whatever that right. was there that you read, Steve. I, I, I mean, so it's... Uh, Open. Uh, everybody come in. It's like a hot dog stand. Hey, right. if you want to buy the hot dog, come in. If you want to view pornography, come in and watch this. This is sick. It's perverted. And like I say, we're going to put it on our Facebook page. Take this to your your members of Congress and say this is not going to be tolerated. I don't know how much money the United States gives the U.N. right now, but the last thing I last time I heard the United States is the major contributor oh. to the United Nations. I believe I'm right on that. Yes. Oh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure you are. And you we're are. talking. I think it's 25 percent of. We're, the we're probably talking hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. Yes. This should stop immediately. Well, uh, listen. This, if if you if you don't think that politics involves spiritual warfare, folks, mm-hmm. you're wrong. This is a perfect example of how much spiritual conflict is involved in the political decisions that are being made uh, in our nation and around the world. And uh, keep an eagle eye on your kids and pray for them. I know you, I'm sure you do, and your grandkids, because this is the kind of evil that's out there. All right, we got probably 45 seconds. I want to tell you about a young man named Chase Poust. Chase, seven years old, and uh, he was fishing on the lake with his father and his little sister. The little, they were playing in the water. The sister got caught in a current and uh, started getting swept away. The dad jumped in after the sister, but the, uh, after the daughter, but the current took them both. So seven-year-old Chase Poust swam a whole mile to get help and did get help finally when he got to shore and they were rescued, the, the father and the daughter. He... he uh, he, he, wow. <laughs> he alternated wow. between doggy paddles and, and floating on his back to, to make it that whole mile. Se- uh, seven years seven old? Seven years and old. And swam a mile to save his, his father, father and, and sister. sister. Four-year-old that kid, sister. That kid is going right to Chuck E. Cheese. What a heroic effort from that young man that's so obviously the father and the sister must have been trying to float or something probably tired exhausted the, the little girl was wearing a life a life preserver okay the dad wasn't but the girl the 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 dad was going and trying to save his daughter yeah and they sure. both got swept away by the current wow well that's uh 
That's a that's a that's a heroic young man. It is. That's a great story. See, folks, it took almost an hour and a half, but we did give you some good news. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For, for thirty-five or forty seconds. So, uh, folks, listen. God is still on the throne. Continue to pray for our nation. Pray for revival. We're in desperate need of it. More great programming directly ahead on American Family Radio. Thanks for joining us, Lord willing. We'll see you tomorrow.